NFL. Like, you know, I'd watch the games. Especially if the Lions weren't in it and Pittsburgh gets knocked out. Because, you know, we talked about it before. I just watched Pittsburgh games because of you. <laughs> right. Like, All right. But, yeah, like, I don't really care about the rest. I don't know. I, I like watching sports. But, like, my level of investment is clearly lower when my team's not in it. Uh, oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> it's one of those ones where... I guess just because, especially after the Steelers lost, I, sometimes I'm like, am I not a fan? Like, just the people that I feel like are going overboard with their reactions to this uh, Steelers loss to the Bills, I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I just feel like it's overboard. Uh, I, I I understand that uh, Tomlin hasn't won a playoff game in a long time. And uh, there probably should have been some more W's in there uh, along the way, quite frankly. Uh, not in this era, though. <laughs> like, they, they've had a solid, like, the last, the 2020s, I don't think they've had a good enough team to really... To win a Super Bowl. Yeah. But you know. Had a good enough team to win a game, though. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, but I, I, I don't know why people think that it's... I don't know if it would help to almost suck more sometimes. Uh, there, There is the debate that actually having a coach that would have a losing season might be more beneficial than just getting into the playoffs all the time that you might because there's a quarterback issue there like I I was all in for Pickett and he might be the solution but I am way less sure of that today than I was at the beginning of the season yeah I think that's fair you know and Mason Rudolph he did what he was supposed to do but Man, I don't know if you can get by with that in the NFL these days, or at least win a championship with that. Yeah. Well, I mean, there was a reason he wasn't on a team. You know? Like, yeah, well, he did the one thing. Situation. <laughs> he, he, he did the one thing this year that Trubisky wasn't doing, which is he didn't turn the ball over, aside yeah. from the pick in the Buffalo game, but. You know, we'll, 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 we'll set these things aside. <laughs> it's going it's, it's to happen, though. You know, uh, like, yeah, every quarterback gets picked. picked. Yeah. No matter how few a pick someone's thrown in a season, it's always more than more than one. Like, I yeah. feel like four or six is about as low as it typically gets. Well, was it, was, didn't Josh Allen, didn't he have like 22 interceptions? something stupid like that uh, giveaways I believe that was oh okay so I do not think uh, it was a full uh, yeah like interception okay. yeah but no it's it's the whole thing like you're I, I don't know it's the odd thing about like replacing a legend so it's like Kenny Pickett kind of I mean, not doomed, not doomed to failure, you know. That's not how it works. But oh. also, like, 
Hey, you're coming into some high standards here. So, uh, but going back yeah. to your part about like losing games, that's what the Red Wings did for years. Like they would, they would be just good enough. They do just enough to get in the playoffs because of that. They wanted their uh, playoff streak to continue, and it's like you guys gotta, re- you guys gotta restock sooner or later. And that's why when Eiserman came in, it was like, um, we're gonna suck for a while, and it stinks, but you know, yeah, oh, it can be done. So, but I mean, it's hockey, but I mean. I mean, not that it has to be this way for Pittsburgh, but, hey, Detroit. Listen, <laughs> well, <laughs> Bob Quinn and Matt Patricia took a team that was 9-7 and seven and then couldn't win a fucking game for 10 games. Destroyed that franchise after Matt Millen had already destroyed it, which is, a, which is really something to be said. Detroit was that bad. These bozos come in and go, we're going to make it even worse. Like, Jim Caldwell did his best. He got him into the playoffs. No, they didn't win games. He goes, well, 9-7 is not good enough for us, so we're going to go... <laughs> Someone else. 4-12. and 12. Like, what? And then we're barely going to win, and then we're just going to suck <coughs> out, right? We're all going to get fired. So we can bring in these guys who have no credibility whatsoever, and then three years they've got them in the second round of the playoffs. That... Like, it was amazing to me. I'm kind of ranting, sorry, but it was amazing to me to see Matt Patricia on the sidelines of the Philadelphia Eagles coaching, not not handing out water, not sweeping the ground. I cannot believe that man has a job in the NFL. That's fucking hysterical, and it shows you how stupid the NFL is. Like, there are people who want to hire the, the Panthers' offensive coordinator – as their head coach. They didn't score for the last two games of the season at all. Yeah, that's not good. It, they have the lowest scoring offense in the <coughs> NFL. You want to hire this guy as a head coach? <coughs> Maybe he shouldn't be an offensive coordinator. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's is... the only that's the only argument I have for that. Holy shit. Shit. <laughs> I understand, like, when people get mad when, like, in the NFL especially, they'll just retread coaches, and then they oh. won't hire minority candidates. Like, I get it, because you got, uh, well, Mike McCarthy's going to get fired, we all know that, so we'll just use him. So Mike McCarthy's going to go, he's going to get another job in a few years somewhere else, while there's somebody else who's, you know, black, Spanish, whatever. And they're like, well, it's not your turn yet. We're going to give this guy his third run. Like, no. He clearly can't do his job. What do we, we take, the, take a chance on nobody. Uh, yeah, they haven't turned into hockey quite yet in that department. Oh, but. my God. You see a coach, you're like, wait, what? How is he still coaching yet another team? It's a, hockey is amazing for that. Yeah, I do like how it's. Yeah, hey, hey, uh, I played for this guy before. Like, I kind of got tired of him back then. (laughs) Yeah. Like, was was it Daryl Sutter? He actually did well last year, but then decided to go back to the farm. So, but he was he took over as Vegas as head coach, right? 
when they first started, that was him, right? Uh, no. Who the hell was their coach? No, but they've had, what, because they had Gerard Gallant was their first coach who had had a head coaching job already. And then they picked up, um, oh my God, uh, Pete DeBoer, who had been with San Jose previously. Okay. Uh, I feel like I'm... Maybe I'm thinking Oh, Butch Cassidy was in there somewhere, uh, who had been the head coach at uh, for the Boston Bruins at some point. <laughs> oh, John Tortorella is another one. Uh, well, different names. Yeah, Tortorella's like coaching is is it fifth team or fourth team with the Flyers right now? <laughs> it's just how do these guys? Baseball managers are kind of yeah, they're still retreading them too. Uh, yeah, there's a decent chunk of retread. Yeah, but it's like uh, I I don't think it's quite as bad as. Hockey, and just because I, well, I feel like anyone can be a manager in baseball. So, yeah, like I just, yeah. I, I, I still do not feel like that is is. I know that there are decisions to be made, but it does not feel like it's as uh, complex as uh, football or something like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, so I think basketball kind of they usually kind of promote from within. Or th- basketball seems to be the one that gives new people new chances, more so than other sports. Yeah. Oh. So, but yeah, it just the NFL, like for as successful as it is, is really run by a bunch of morons. They just they're just rich as fuck, so they can just handle all the mistakes they make. Uh, yep. Yeah. 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 Funny yeah. how that happens in these sports organizations, no matter yeah. which ones you decide to list. It really, yeah, it really, it really just, is. Just paper over the problems with paper money. Like, yeah, especially if your fan base is like as sick as Detroit's is. I mean, they're zero sixteen and they're still selling forty thousand seats a game. That was real, by the way. <laughs> I know it's not a sellout, but you still got forty thousand people going to a team that has no chance. It just, it's insane. Yeah, so, that's that's a pretty wild statistic. There, there are not a lot of fan bases that uh, would uh, tolerate that nonsense. No. And in no way would I blame uh, anyone for, for doing that. As definitely the, uh, the old uh, bandwagon theory was one that uh, was popular in my youth. But now I'm like, nah, I get it. It sucks no. to watch a losing team. Like, It's too expensive as well. I'll watch them at home. You know? But like, I wouldn't go out of my way... Like, I'd never get the Sunday ticket if it was, like, three years ago for the Lions. Like, no, there's no chance. This year, I was like, well, they show promise, so we'll try it again. And now, of course, I'm going to get it again next year. So it's like, oh, my God. Uh, Yeah, and maybe that should have been a tell, too. I think that's the other reason why I'm mystified with some Steelers fans. Maybe that's why I – that's probably one of the reasons why I'm like, no, I'm good. Like, I don't need the Sunday ticket. Like – not expecting the Super Bowl this year. Yeah. <laughs> Does one win in the playoffs really make it th- that much better? No, especially when you can watch it for free. Uh, oh, well, unless you have Peacock. Unless you don't have Peacock, which is just 
Oh. So I know we got to talk wrestling because we had other stuff to do. But oh, yeah. that the 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 whole peacock thing that just cracked me up because it's just like I I did like someone had a tweet like wrestling fans everywhere are, don't know why there's a big concern over having peacock. <laughs> <laughs> That's very fair, by the way. But, but my problem was they they took a playoff game away right and put it on peacock. And you have to pay five bucks. You have to pay five bucks to get Peacock for the month or whatever, because they got rid of the free trials. Okay, that is bullshit, by the way. But my problem was the way the networks ragged about having a game on Peacock exclusively, as if anybody asked them, "Hey." Can you put a game that used to be for free on a streaming platform so I have to pay for it? Uh, well, A, wasn't free, but B, yes, people were definitely paying additional money for this uh, situation to happen. Well, no, it was free. It was on Fox, NBC, ABC, CBS, But you're paying for cable. Oh, sure, but you're not paying for, like, an additional, like, you're still paying for cable. Now you have to pay an additional fee to get Peacock. Right. You know? I, that's that. That's so, why I said. Like, I mean, you're paying yeah. for cable, but you are paying. You, you got to pay the extra five bucks if you don't. If you're not yeah. subscribed to Peacock, and I mean, I know my uh, my in laws uh, shucked out the money. I guarantee you that my parents did not because they do not use apps. Yeah. Well, my well, the Big Ten, Michigan's only game that was on Peacock this year was the opening game so my parents my parents got peacock to, so my dad could watch yeah and i was like it's only eastern carolina <laughs> like you don't have to and they're like oh it's no problem so they kept it and i was like yeah i still gotta cancel that thing and i'm like you're the reason they do this shit <laughs> just cancel it uh... they also want to say people i mean i'm not joking they kept america online for years and never canceled it just in case they needed it. Uh, I go, you don't have a phone line. You can't use it. <laughs> well, they get rid of our email address. That's not how it works. Oh, boy. I'm yeah. glad I have not gone, had that conversation. <laughs> well, I, that, that was like a wake-up call because I got real annoyed. Like, Whenever it comes to technology and stuff, have you had to try to explain to your parents how things work? Uh, well, I, I have insulation, so uh, that might be part of the problem. Uh, tech problems go to the uh, software architect, not really, and uh, the brother-in-law first. Right. So um, I, uh, I get to avoid those for the most part. Yeah, see, I don't. So I'm, I'm. I, I, I did I explain how I was trying to log into my YouTube TV account, and it was like trying to explain the theory of relativity. <laughs> no. I go, sign out of yours. I'll sign into mine. Then we'll sign out of mine. And you can sign back into yours. Blank fucking stares. <laughs> I don't know how to explain this well what if i can't get back in my account you 
You just have to sign with the password. Well, what if I don't know the password? Do you know the password or don't you? <laughs> I, I, I just want something to get screwed up. I go, nothing's going to get screwed up. And I, I have very little patience. Mostly in general now, which is not good. I'm trying to get better about it. But it's like... I can't explain something any better than this. So I actually had to go upstairs on their TV upstairs and practice on that one. <laughs> and I was so annoyed. I just went and did it. I didn't even explain what I did. I just went here. See? Oh, okay. Well, and I just, I'm like, this game's not that important. Like, the game's at 1. I could have signed in at 1. Instead of having to fuck around with this at 11 o'clock in the morning. Like, oh my god. <sighs> Which was very easy order and hard to kill, by the way. So, <laughs> I mean. To, to actually get the wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I was uh, happy to talk you into uh, in, in, <laughs> into purchasing this yeah, or pushing really you over was, the edge. <laughs> it really was what you said. She was out of town. And I don't know what football games are even on Saturday. I didn't really care. Oh, that was the Peacock one. Yeah, I didn't care. Uh, oh, yeah, I didn't boycott it because I didn't care, or because it was on Peacock, I boycotted it, because it's just like, that game's gonna be terrible, that weather is awful. Oh yeah, for sure. I and, uh, honestly, I was surprised that Kansas City scored as much as they didn't. God bless, move on, have fun in Buffalo, where it's probably still gonna be freezing-ass cold. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it's it's going to be a balmy like twenty degrees instead of <laughs> four. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah, I do like though when Buffalo scores, they all throw snow in the air. I think that's kind of fun. So, <laughs> but but yeah, so no, so I had taxi. Like I'm thinking about getting hard to kill, but it's like forty bucks, and you're like, we're I'm at GCW tickets like thirty five to forty each, and I went. Eh, that's not so bad then, so I just ordered it right then. <laughs> so, I don't know. I guess I started talking about Hard to Kill first, so I'll, yeah. just, I'll go first. Um, yeah, well, I mean, because this was the official rebranding, right, to TNA? Right. Yep, yep. They okay. had rebranded, I think, like, so first off, I'll say this. I enjoyed the show quite a bit. Um, not having access TV kind of hurt. And it's also my fault for not following the product as closely as I should now. Um, so I was a little lost on some of the stuff, some of the characters for sure. But overall, like, all right, you, you think TNA and you're like, oh, boy. And that's a stigma I think they're still going to have to overcome. But oh, a lot it, of people are definitely trying to talk it up. Yeah, and I don't think – they're incorrect. Um, so, like, the good points were the matches were good. 
there was nothing cringy. There are still wrestlers I don't like that I don't want on TV, but I'm, that's every company. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, like, they, they treated it, um, for the most part, serious, which is weird because I, I guess, like, the whole underworld stuff with uh, Rosemary and Jessica Havoc and all that yeah, uh, kind of went by the wayside for a while. Well, oh, okay. They came, they came back. Well, yeah, she was going as Courtney Rush and Jessica. And they just were, they were just kind of normal. <coughs> oh, okay. So they came back to be to win the women's titles, tag titles, as Jessica Havoc and Rosemary again. Um, and like it was it was good. Um, it was like Masha Slamovich and uh, uh, Killer Kelly. There's oh. only four good women. <coughs> but it's just like this, this, this sorry, kind of got off the side, but yeah. one, the production's better. They didn't oh. really know how to shoot this building. Um, it was at the, what was it called? The Pearl Concert Theater at the Palms Casino Resort. I would oh. love to see NXT go there. Um, or even AEW for that matter. I mean, it's too small for AEW, but I think for like, it's a unique looking <coughs> building inside. Yeah, because that's uh, that's a different venue than they used uh, when I was in Vegas a few years ago. Oh, when for I, sure. When I went to that pay per view, I'm trying to remember the name of the casino that it was in, but that one's not ringing a bell. So I feel like this is a new location for them. Yeah, but this this place was cool looking, and there were some shots. It made this place look gigantic. There, I mean, it, it's got some weird theater seating that reminded me of like the Senate scene in uh, those the prequel Star Wars movies. You know, the floating pods and all that. Oh yeah. So it had like that kind of look. Um, the announcers were actually in one of the balcony seats. <laughs> so that was cool. Uh, they, um, they they were they were ready to heckle people like the Muppets, uh, the, <laughs> yeah, the old old men Muppet Muppets. Yeah, but uh, so they like some of the shots looked great. I mean, seriously, great shots. Others, it made the building look really small. Um, oh, but there was nothing embarrassing like you remember. Uh, so, yeah, I. At this point, this was one of those, I guess I don't care what it's called at this point. You know, I guess if you want to call it TNA, whatever. You know, I I, I feel like they've overcome the tits and ass part of that a long time ago. Oh, for sure. Yeah, there's readily apparent. Well, there's a lot of ass in this show. They're, like, they're not afraid. Like, Killer Kelly, she was all ass. Which is, like, kind of her thing anyways. But, yeah, yeah. Oh. It's not a complaint either. She's comfortable, <laughs> I'm comfortable looking. <laughs> so, it's just how it works. But, hey, yes, it is. Um, and, uh, yeah, so, I mean, I think they've overcome that part. And, I, yeah, I... I mean... Yeah, I don't know. Is that catchier than Impact Wrestling? I think TNA is catchier. Okay. It's just, you know, because it's quicker. Oh, 
you know, like all elite wrestling, w, w, world wrestling entertainment, you know, like shortening stuff up like that is all, always works better. Yeah, that, that is a good point. Yeah. So, and you can't really shorten impact wrestling, you know? No. Just so, the impact. <laughs> Which isn't a great shortener, really. Right. But, you know, it's just the unfortunate way to start, like, TNA. That's total nonstop action back then. Like, is it? When you have girls dancing in cages as people walk down to the ring. Is it? <laughs> you know, and I, again, that was 20 years ago, which is just crazy to think about. Uh, whoa, and that was one of those points that I was going to bring up earlier and sidetracked myself, I think. Uh, yeah, they've been, that company's been around in, for a because didn't them, is it them and ROH basically started at the same time? Um, I think ROH was first, maybe. Uh, maybe. Okay. I just realized this. Tiffany Stratton wasn't in this battle royal. Huh. Oh. Well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it started in, uh,. Yeah, twenty uh, two thousand and four. Okay. And oh yeah, Ring of Honor was two thousand two. Okay. Yeah, because I was to say I I thought it was before, Ring of Honor was first only because TNA like kind of raided some of the Ring of Honor stuff. Remember? Uh, you know, oh. Joe came over all that sort of thing. So, uh, yeah, but I, I guess to me still, like they basically started at the same time. Yeah. And I mean, they're, they're still around. Like it's one of those, uh, yeah, I wish I had, uh, AXS still these days, but it, it just has such a limited viewership. Like, what are you going right. to do? Well, and I looked on, I actually considered getting impact plus because, you get it's ten bucks a month, and I've canceled a bunch of other streaming services, oh. so that that's not a problem. Like you know, Disney's gone, HBO's gone, uh, something else too. Just never never watched them, so it was like Disney oh. doesn't really hold anything. And going back to Peacock, the moment that there is not WWE programming on there, gone, gone. Oh yeah, and, and no problem. No problem with that either. <clears throat> because that's one where I think Fast X is the only thing that we've watched on there, really. Um, they've got, I've watched a bunch of movies on there. So they do have a pretty it. solid movie selection out of uh, some of the streaming services, but also not a big enough draw for me to uh, to keep it around if the WWE right. is not there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, right. anywho, uh, Impact Plus. Back yeah, I, was, I was actually considering getting it. It's nine bucks a month. That's not or ten bucks a month. Not bad. You get their whole library. Plus, you get their special events, which are usually on a Friday night. So, but you no. don't get like the four big ones: Slammiversary, Hard to Kill, and two others. You have to actually pay for those, or you can get like things called like the Champions Club or whatever it's called. And oh. You get everything. Oh, okay. But that's two hundred and twenty bucks a year. <laughs> so there's no discount just gets yeah you really need to be everything. committed to uh tna to uh to be going for that 
Which, after watching this show, I'm not saying I'm committed, but it did increase my interest in this. Oh. They, I, they played a lot of stuff perfectly to me. They opened up with the women's uh, X Division Ultimate X, which I can't believe that match is still around. It just, it's dangerous. That's the one with oh. the X in the middle. They had to climb or climb across the wires. Yeah, right. So they had like Zaya Brookside debuts from NXT UK. No, yeah. All right, good, good pickup. She's young. You build her up. Um, Dana Brooke shows up in the crowd. It was hilarious. They treated her like Jake Cargill, which I thought was funny. <laughs> but she's called uh, Ashley's. Uh, uh, oh, she's just going by her name. Like Ashley, something like it's. It's not like a. It's not like a real name. But it was just funny. Like, all right, cool. Good for yeah, her. let me see if uh, if they have it here because I I think it's because that's what she's. Uh, uh, like Ash something, but anyways. Oh, okay. But not not a huge pickup, a good one though. For like, because one thing I noticed in the show is the women are either young or they're in a stereotype. Like they had two girls who had the exact same gimmick, just different hair color. They were rocker girls. Like, okay, so one of course is like banging her head and stuff, and I'm like, no, 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 no. Let's stop. Let's stop doing this '80s bullshit. It's not. It's not. It's not appealing. Um. So they have a lot of women that you don't know, and honestly, if you're like an AEW woman and you're looking to get out, TNA is the place to go because WWE is too crowded now. And with the way they treat the women, they're athletes. They're not, you know, sex. It's not sex, basically. <laughs> sex appeal for sure, but you know. Um, and it feels like I'm making excuses or like apologizing for TNA by saying that, but it's just how it is. But they had like from top to bottom just good matches. Oh. Um, I disagreed with some of like grizzled young veterans were back. They were in the four way tag match. They should have won, by the way. But this is an NXT critique. Seeing yeah. them back as grizzled young veterans. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> It just makes that whole schism diet garbage that much worse. It's disgusting what they did to those two. It's no wonder they wanted to leave. It, it was it was so refreshing seeing them back to being comfortable. <laughs> yeah, that was. There, yeah, there's still going to be some mistakes. Even if I like the process better under Sean and Triple H, it's not like. Every decision, I'm like, yeah, that's the right one to make. <laughs> and uh, that that one, the yeah, what they did to those two, like, I never mind feeling like if you need to tweak a gimmick or to change things up to kind of give them a refresh. And quite honestly, they had lost so much in NXT. They needed some type of a rebrand, but oof. That was not the rebrand that they needed in uh, any way, love, shape, or form. Yeah, I would love to hear an interview with those two to find out what happened. Like a real, like, non-emotional one. Because they were they were the kings in NXT UK. The crowd hated them as they should. They were good. They come to NXT, okay, and then that. And the thing is, Shawn Michaels was running NXT UK. So what the hell happens when they come over to the States? 
doesn't make any sense. But anyways, yeah, um, good ma- a good solid four way. Um, I I also think. Anytime, oh, but did they lose in the four? Or not necessarily lose, but they just didn't win the four way. Right, they didn't win. Um, no, TNA guys took the pinfall. I don't know if they signed with them or not, so maybe that's why too. Oh, okay. But yeah, but no, it's just a solid match. And this is just personal opinion. There should never be a four-way tag team match. It should be a four-way elimination. There should never. It's it's just stupid. Uh, oh, I no. yeah, I don't like four-person matches that are single elimination. Period. Yeah. Uh, end of sentence. Yeah, but they, but it was good. Like Chris Bay and uh, oh, Austin Aries. Anyways, uh, what was his name? Goddamn, I want to make sure I get it right. Ace Ace Austin. Oh. They're the tag champs. They're good. Um, the Rascals are back. And it really is a shame. Like, Trey Miguel and uh, not Nash Carter. It's really funny how Nash Carter stuck instead of Zachary Wentz. But it's really yeah. a shame that like they weren't all in NXT together. But... Uh, yeah, I always thought that was kind of curious that they only brought over two of the three. Trey wanted to stay in Impact and Uh-oh. see what he could do. So I was like, all right. But then the bad thing is, like, Trent Seven couldn't didn't make the show because of travel. So it was Laredo Kid and Speedball, or my, Mike, Mike Bailey. And I've never, and I'm dead serious, I have never seen Laredo Kid win a match in my life. <laughs> Even watching AAA or, or CMML, whatever he's from, he ain't ever won there either. So I don't know how this guy has such a long career and like getting in top spots because he, I've, I'd be shocked if he ever won a championship. Well, it was a twenty years ago, but and then they had like a special attraction match, uh, Josh Alexander. Who is incredibly underrated uh, oh. against Alexander Hammerstone, and Hammerstone needs to stay with Impact. He fits them perfectly. He lost, but oh. it's also yeah. it's also if, if somehow Impact puts it on YouTube, it's it's worth going out of your way to watch. It's really good. Um, I'm skipping around, but I was just it was more so like the event was good. Uh, Moose wins the TNA Championship. Oh, that, becomes, oh. that was the one thing that I noticed uh, when I read the review uh, over the weekend. I was just like, champion retains, champion retains, champion retains, champion retains. And then they get to the two main events, and it's uh, and new. <laughs> and they get to the main event, and new. <laughs> I, 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 I found that pretty uh, pretty interesting that uh, they, they held off the title changes for the final two matches. Because I think the one, the women's one, was a foregone conclusion. And it's like, well, alright, so since she lost, we'll surprise you with the end. Because like, it, it was very, like, they pulled an NXT. Moose wins, so he's celebrating. They're getting ready to go off the air, and all of a sudden the music changes. And then Nick Nemes slash Dolph Ziggler. And by the way, thank God we never have to call him Dolph Ziggler again. <laughs> that name never stuck. It always sucked. Just terrible. 
But he's there. He attacks Moose. Because Moose attacks him first, actually. And then he goes in the crowd, tears his shirt open. Apparently, he's the big free agent signing for TNA. And I was actually pretty happy for him. Because the crowd started chanting, holy shit. They went <laughs> nuts when he showed up. And it's like, all right, he's always been talented. And maybe now if he can do his own thing, we can actually see what could have been. Uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like things aren't going to change that much. I mean, I feel like he had enough input into his own character that I have a hard time believing it's it, it's going to be this massive change. But also, it, it, him with fresh matchups is probably a good thing. You know, like, if oh, yeah. nothing else, like, I, he had wrestled, like, almost literally everyone in the WWE. Unless you decide... To have, I was going to say, have him wrestle some of the young talent, but even some of that kind of got tired because he'd be one of the introductory feuds and it would last for forever in a day. Mm-hmm. Like, he was kind of out of people, and <clears throat> I, I think he's in a good spot to, well, I was going to say to wrestle younger people, but at this point, Moose really isn't. He's kind of been in the wrestling game for a while now. Yeah. All right, so hold that thought for a sec. But Trinity and uh, Jordan Grace, that was a foregone conclusion. Everyone knows Naomi's coming back to WWE. Or Trinity's coming back to WWE. So her losing wasn't a big surprise. And really, the crowd kind of knew it, too. I mean, there were even guys, like, waving bye to her after she lost. And it's like, it's those (sighs) dickhead fans. Like, they weren't sincere. And it's like, you, you assholes are the reason, like, stuff gets ruined. Just get into the fucking match. That's why you're watching. That's why you paid money to sit in the first few rows. But anyways, but that, like that was the one that was like, all right, just waiting for the inevitable. And it happened. Not to say the match wasn't good, but no. I guess sometimes a foregone conclusion without making something incredibly interesting. You know, kind of hurts. But uh, Oh. And then what you were saying, though, about... Like a younger matchups. Well, TNA doesn't have a young roster, and I think that's something they're gonna have to address. Moose ain't no spring chicken. Eddie Edwards ain't no spring chicken. Oh, that um, was that was one where I'm like, holy smokes, Eddie Edwards is still going at it, huh? Ten years. He's been there ten years now. <clears throat> and it's like Brian Myers, he's no spring chicken. Uh, PCO, Rhino's there. You know, so they've got a definite age problem, and in wrestling, an age problem also goes to a fatigue of the characters problem too. Like, Uh-oh. turn it on, it's like, goddamn Rhino. I remember <laughs> him from like 1999. Like. This is crazy. Uh, yeah, that's wild that we, what was it, his first or his second? Second ECW match. Yeah, second ECW match in Cleveland. I mean, yeah, that that's how long ago it was. We were watching wrestling in Cleveland. It's a long, yeah. a, long ass time ago. Gora Theater. <laughs> no, 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 Gora 
or ballroom, excuse me. Uh, yes, sir, the yes, ballroom. ballroom yes. But yeah, so I will say this: they definitely got my interest. I do think less got the more on TV, the better. No. Um. Like, oh, real quick. Uh, yeah. Like Eric, Eric Young's still there. Eric Young in a suit. He was wearing like a suit because he introduced everything, and he was talking real subtle and doing all that stuff. Of course, at the end he starts yelling. It's like, don't stop. But oh. <laughs> Eric Young in a suit is something that should have been utilized a long time ago. And I don't mean like the stuffy suit he was wearing way back. He had like a casual, like almost like mafia style. Uh huh. Dude looks slick as fuck. And I was like, <laughs> that's the look he should have been having. But oh, you know, but like even Eric Young, not Young. Um, no. Exactly. So no, not in, not in the least yeah. bit. So it's like they've got to commit themselves. It's always money. And apparently how their business model works is we spend the money we can. <clears throat> oh. That's it. That's how they're able to sustain. But apparently now Anthem's like, all right, we're going to make a big push to get bigger. And I think there's, I think that's good because the NWA is just totally, you know, crapped out. That stuff's unwatchable. Uh, well, and I mean, you can just tell it even from the ridiculousness that's come from, uh, the, the Tony Khan stuff. There's still a level of, uh, we don't like the WWE out there that can be capitalized on. And they're, I mean, without even watching it, we've talked about how they have a better women's division than AEW. You know, like I, I'm, I, I, I don't know, man. I, I know we were saying that, but watching this, uh huh, I'm kind of thinking AEW just by signing so many people that their division's stronger by talent, but I'm not sure about booking. Does that make sense? Like you could have yeah. like 50 great wrestlers compared to their 13 great wrestlers, their booking's better than the 50. Uh, AEW's so, booking is better? No, TNA is. I think. Oh, yeah. I think. Yeah, I mean, I think that we've thrown that out there as a generic, like, I guess I see enough, because I follow a lot of the ladies that, on the Stunt Granny account, like, I feel like they have a lot of chatter about what their matchups are. And I feel like I kind of know what's going on in TNA just through that, like without even having, uh, you know, access to the product really. Yeah. Oh, real quick. As a side note, did you see the bullshit going on about Deanna Perrazzo? Uh, I'm trying to figure out what, because I feel like, I'm missing something in this whole thing. So she's not a small girl, right? Uh, woman, excuse me. Correct. She ain't fat. No. But she's not real thin, or like she's not cut. I don't. I don't know the right word. Uh, she does not have a six pack. Okay, yeah, that's fine. So she puts on an outfit that she has like a tummy roll. Okay. Well, people are calling her fat and getting on her, and it's like. Goddamn nerds, have you never paid attention to how clothes work? And it's like, 
one, who cares? And then two, who the hell are you? It's <laughs> I'm trying not to be this way, but then she posts like these like uh published like bikini lingerie regular clothes sort of thing. She's hot as hell. Uh yes. And these dorks are like so oh, why you got this fat girl on TV? <laughs> yeah, I hate I people. I don't get it. And the bad thing is, like, they actually, AEW actually shut the comments down about the match because there were so many people commenting about it. And yeah, I know it's the internet, so you're going to be like, you know, getting so many people can say whatever they want. But, dude, what are we doing still? <clears throat> like, I thought the younger generation was supposed to be better about this stuff. You know, body acceptance, no body shape, whatever else. Yeah, the, the, those people are not wrestling fans also. Oh, true. <laughs> Evidently. Like, I mean, I just feel like it comes up frequently enough where you're just like, huh? Like, It really does, yeah. I, right. the, the, that's one where I'm like, hold on. Like, because I thought about it, I'm like, would you make fun of Mickey James then? Like, because we're going to have an issue here. If, that... if if you have a problem with Mickey James body type you know, here, sir. I'm telling you right now, you just mentioned Mickey James and I just got annoyed. Like <laughs> just because it wasn't just fans. The WWE did that to her. Uh oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That is the, 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 the companies have gotten better about it. Uh the fans have not. <laughs> Can you imagine back then like the comments Mickey James would have got? We're sitting there watching matches going, oh, my God, this chick is so fine. <laughs> so I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Those thick-ass legs and everything. Like, oh. And then some guy goes, that chick is fat. Put some pants on that fit. Like, Shut the fuck up. Yep, keep that to yourself, sir. Oh. Keep that to yourself. And that's the other thing. And I understand we do a podcast. No one asked you. Well, you know, there's always the difference between, <laughs> and it's happened even on the uh, the old Twitter slash X machine there, uh, where if I make a comment, I don't at the person. Not necessary. Exactly. If they take the time out and search for that comment and reply to me, that's on them. That's exactly it, yeah. You know, and I, I think that's the, one of the bigger problems is these knuckleheads feel the need to at these people. And it's just like, no, no, not uh, not necessary. If you want to comment on it, cool, go for it. But yeah. it's like unnecessary. If somebody, yeah, if somebody asks for, a, for feedback or asks for something, then sure. You know, it's fair game. You ask. But if I'm going to get on... X and be like, hey, I didn't like, uh, I didn't like Diana Perrazzo's earrings this week. I'm not gonna add her because what does she care? Like, you know, it's like no one yeah. cares. And it really, that's what it comes down to is no, one, like, no one cares about your opinion. But apparently, everyone does. So it's oh. it's just revolting. Like, just leave it alone. And and then the first thing is, if she gets an OnlyFans and she decides to get naked, you're gonna get the OnlyFans. 
that that's like the double standard of the whole thing. Oh, yeah. Everyone that seems to go into that business seems to do okay. Exactly. I mean, it's like, I mean, who's like, anyways. I got off on a side note, but that's what that bothered me when I saw that. Cause uh, yeah, I but, like I said, I kind of caught it, and I'm just like, mm, she looks great. Like, what are we doing she, here? She posted a picture of herself in a bikini on the beach. Uh, yeah. And it that, was that thong. It was all ass. She goes, you can kiss my big fat ass. And I'm going, I, I'll get in line. <laughs> you know? Sign, sign me up? Yeah, so I like women. So, <laughs> like all shapes and sizes. So, yeah, that, that, sounds, that sounds heavenly. So, but yeah, it's just, it's just ridiculous that we're still dealing with this stuff. <sighs> and. Yep. That's not. Do not have faith in humanity. Yeah, it's like match quality. I think is okay. I don't know. Like, I don't. I don't think that the women should be held to any sort of standard, a different standard than the men do now. So if you fucking suck, you're gonna hear about it. Not because you're a woman, because you suck. Uh you know, oh yeah. Versa. And I mean, so, I thought that her and what the who was that? Kira Hogan. No, it was Red Velvet. Red Velvet. Uh, well, Velvet has enough experience. I thought that was a good match. Like that was one of the few times where the introductory match, I didn't completely mind it going the time that it did because they've, you know, they've established Red Velvet is a minimum of tough. Right. You know, like I feel like a lot of the times where we've complained about the introductory match going too long, it's been against someone that, hasn't been built up at all. Like I know that red velvet really hasn't gotten too many W's, but if at least if you get to put up with a beating against Jade Cargill and Chris Statlander and whatnot, you get some type of cred from that. Yeah. And red velvet also, remember she's coming off that double knee stuff. Remember she was like, Oh, not double. I think just one of her knees, but yeah, you know, she came back and like the damn brace fell apart on her. Oh yeah. So it's you know coming back having issues, um, but then it's kind of like AEW. It's Red Velvet's around now. She's not, you know. Uh, so, oh. And I know Kira Hogan came from TNA to AEW, and she's gotten nowhere. Maybe a better paycheck. So that's I mean that's you know the end game obviously. Yeah, I mean that's the only thing that I hope with you know the likes of signing Perazzo. Like I still want. Yeah, yeah. AEW's women's division still just needs help, and I hope at some juncture it gets it. But Lord only knows. Yeah, but but it's like it's still nice that there's, you know, it's nice seeing TNA coming back around. A third promotion would be nice. They're not going to get to the size of AEW or WWE anytime soon, but. A slow, no, not, but, not necessarily slow, but a, a steady in, increase is what they need. I and mean, if, if it's got me considering getting TNA Plus after one event, you know, I've, I've oh. very famously cut them off my DVR and never went back. So, you know. Uh, yeah, well, I, I mean, I didn't mind the product when I saw it you know, what was it, four years ago or something like that now? Like, I mean, it was a while ago um, that, that I caught that pay-per-view in Vegas. Uh, 
you know, it seemed better than it used to be. But again, like, I guess they just not have an AXS on any reasonable uh, cable provider uh, online or not online. Like, yeah, it just really hurts. I mean, New Japan, I guess, was the same way. I got out when I didn't have AXS anymore. Yeah. It, 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 it really helped to at least be able to keep up with some things here and there to know what the hell is going on there. Yes. Because, yeah, it really it, does. Yeah. and who, oh, it was one of those things, even with Ring of Honor, when I talked about that somewhat recently on the, on the podcast, uh, before, you know, obviously before Tony Khan bought it, it always seemed like Sinclair was just, like, they had enough distribution where it's like, hey, guys, just invest a little bit of money in this product, and you're the easy number three here. Yeah. And they just didn't do it. So if Anthem decides, and again, like, I don't think they need to sink a ton of money into it. But, you know, yeah, sink some extra money into it and push things a little bit more, and you can probably get a better product. And at least, like you said, like, clearly be the number three. Yeah. And I, there's no shame in being like a number three when you're making money. Like, you know, Oh, <laughs> yeah. Everyone, everyone wants to make number one money, but it's better than making number 99 money. You know? Yeah. So, yep. Yeah. But I think the, the wrap up, the, I was kind of giving a little bit all over, but Definitely a solid start. There's definitely pieces to work with. They, um, a little bit of presentation on stuff. Some people need managers. Some people don't. And then... Um, uh, I forgot the other one. But but I guess they are going to get out of like their usual just standing around the same spot uh, venue. So gonna be, like, oh. they're going to be uh, out and about again. Which is also a positive because you know, I complain about you know NXT being in the same damn spot all the time and it sucks and it definitely definitely detracted from their stuff. So, but yeah, it's definitely yeah. something to look for. Um, I'm not gonna say you know get TNA Plus, but it may catch your interest enough. Now, so I'm still debating it. So, uh, oh. Yeah, it, it, it was worth it was worth the forty dollars I spent for the pay per view. That's for sure, or thirty, whatever it was. Yeah, I, I mean, it's something that uh, it could be on the table. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, just because, uh, yeah, I definitely could spend uh, an uh, an hour not watching Rampage, you know, and uh, yeah. watch another wrestling company's product. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's they put the newest episode of Impact is on at ten o'clock p.m. So I'm guessing they must be on at eight o'clock now, and then when it's over, it's on. A t- it, they put it on the the app at ten. Oh, oh okay, so that's pretty sweet. Gotcha. So you can watch it the next day. It'd be the next day for me, but you don't have to wait like a week for this week's, which I think is very positive. So, uh oh, yeah, 
Even waiting a day can be annoying sometimes. Like, guys, we know that you can just have that uploaded by now. Especially when you know that it's a recorded one. It's not live. Oh, yeah. So, but, so that was my Saturday. How was your Saturday? Uh, Game Changer Wrestling was something that, uh, again, uh, the X-Feed was uh, what uh, what made me realize it was in town. And it was a Thursday purchase, I want to say, for a Saturday oh, event. I was wondering, because you didn't say anything about it. And I was, like, <laughs> well, I was at a GCW show. I'm like, you're where? <laughs> Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, uh, it 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 was a pretty quick turnaround, and then I had the shocked wife going, "What? I agreed to be out at eleven p.m." Okay. Well, this is the time, huh? <laughs> I was just like, "You're taking her to a GCW event." Like, uh, okay, I guess this makes up for dragging you to Penn State games, but. <laughs> Uh, you know, it's kind of funny where she is uh, more accepting of the indie shows than the stadium shows these days. Like, it's easier to talk her into AIW or one of the local events to watch the, the, the real up-and-comers. Uh, <laughs> well, actually, there's not any... <laughs> Well, saying, there's what? there's less up and comers in GCW <laughs> now, but uh, <laughs> that's I'm not that familiar with them outside of like the garbage deathmatch stuff. I hate. Uh, I, mean, I, I know some of the people. Yeah, but... they did not have uh, too much of that. Although, oh my gosh, there was one guy that just decided it was fine to take unsolicited headshots. Um, and that was like, what are we doing here? Um, oh yeah, it was, uh, of course, Joshua Bishop, who is, uh, I originally saw him in AIW, but he's also, or I don't know if he's moved on to GCW or if he's still working both. Um, but he took on a, uh, a African American gentleman uh, whose name was Hoodfoot. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, I am uh, not making this name up. Uh, feel free to um, to go search him out on your uh, interwebs at your peril, your own peril. Because, uh, yeah, I, honestly, I didn't know that much about them. I see some stuff running through my feed, but because I don't get stuff on Fight TV, or, yeah, it's Fight TV, isn't it? Uh, no, it is not Fight anymore. Oh, it it's Trillion? Tr yeah, and I was like, where the hell's Fight TV? I was looking through all my apps. And I'm like, oh, they changed the name. Okay, so yeah, they just changed the name. That's why I was getting confused. Because I think they were calling it Trillion Sponsored Triller. by Fight Triller. Triller that's sponsored it. by Fight TV or something weird like that. Yeah. And I was just like, I'm a little confused here. But yeah. Uh, yeah, so I, I, I guess I did realize that it was uh, at least a uh, pay per view. And, um, 
uh, yeah, the the deathmatch stuff, they didn't really go full deathmatch, which was probably good. They definitely did some hardcore, because, I mean, we started off uh, uh, with a, uh, what was it? It, it was a three-man, uh, three or a three-team tag match. And, of course, the GCW champs are uh, Violence is Forever. Uh, so, with a name like that, you're going to, you know, get some violence. And it was kind of a fun-ish brawl uh, to to kick the night off. Uh, Oni El Bendito uh, was uh, a lucha wrestler whom I do not recall seeing in AAA at all. Uh, enjoyed him quite a bit. Uh, and he took on this uh, gentleman named ja- Jack Cartwheel. Yes, I've heard Jack Cartwheel. And yeah, that was that was a pretty fun match, honestly. Like I, I thought it was a very good uh, lucha style match. Uh, better than most other lucha style matches I've watched recently. Um, Jimmy Lloyd ends up uh, defeating the wife's favorite wrestler of the night, uh, the one called Manders. Uh, once he came out to uh, Bon Jovi. Uh, she uh, was one over, so uh, she was a little bit bummed that there were some shenanigans involved uh, to uh, put Jimmy Lloyd, who is the uh, broski. Uh, Stephanie Delander did some, uh, helped out with the little powder in the eyes. Oh, cool. She was there? Uh, yes. Yes, right. she was there. It's amazing how she's, what she's done since being like let go by NXT. Uh, yeah, she has really uh, done a good job of uh, making a name for herself. Yeah. <clears throat> and becoming an integral part of, uh, of maybe not integral, but definitely part of the act with, uh, why am I forgetting his name now? Matt, uh, Matt Cardona. Cardona, yeah. No, I think, I think integral is the, very, is the appropriate word, actually. Like, they are a duo, but... He's like the indie god or whatever else. So, no. you know, she's yeah. the heater when he's not around as well. So, yeah, I mean, that's, I, I think that's fair and accurate to say to say that about her. Like, you know, yep. she's earned that. Yeah. So, and in a not insulting way, she is a big woman. I always wonder, she didn't look small. You know? <laughs> like, even no. when she was in NXT, it's like, she's not a small lady. Like, no, she uh, she is a physically imposing uh, woman. That is for she, sure. Yeah, I think that's very fair. So is she like intimidating in person? Like, cause she kind of looks intimidating. Like, <laughs> like, uh, like, honestly, like you don't want to mess with this woman sort of thing. Yeah, I mean, she can get away with that type of, or yeah, she she's definitely in on that type of vibe. Okay, that's what I thought. So, but it did seem like maybe she was a, a little under the weather and maybe not uh, shit-talking the crowd as much as normal. Oh, okay, well. Uh, she was definitely coughing some at ringside, so I, I, I feel like that might have uh, limited what was uh, what was going on there. Yeah, I mean, all that shit's going around. So. Uh, yeah, weather's pretty shitty. Uh, I uh, am not going to... Uh, dogger for that it's you know just kind of one of 
is what it is situation. Uh, Yep, don't really remember that match. Uh, Best match probably of the night, and the wife agreed. Uh, Myron Reed defeats Leo Rush. Oh, that would have been sweet, really? Yes. Oh, that nice. That's pretty sweet, dude. So that was a uh, a very uh, enjoyable and very good match uh, to uh, to watch in person. Uh, Myron Reed had not really seen a whole lot of him. Leo Rush is still Leo Rush. Like, I mean, that guy can still go. Like, I know that it's he's obviously had some personality clashes with his employers. And uh, that kind of is what it is. Um, but uh, that that match, uh, very enjoyable. Yeah, I, I remember watching Myron Reed uh, starting, well, for me, starting in MLW. Okay. And you're like, who is this guy? Like, all right. And then you, you, he was with a white guy, I can't remember his name, and somebody else. They were like the heaters. You know, so they're getting their ass kicked all the time. He used to wear a, uh, or is he still wearing, um, uh, the chest protector, like D'Lo Brown? Um, no, I think he took. Did he take that off? Okay, because that that was his gimmick. Was he had hurt ribs? So you know, so the best thing <laughs> to do is put something hard in between them. So, so that was always like his bad guy thing. And, okay. Uh, but yeah, so I just remember seeing him, um, seeing ML, MLW, and then seeing him progress, and he became like you know an essential guy. And then MLW went through their whole thing where they were resetting every few months or whatever else, and kind of got lost. So I don't even oh. know if he's there. But yeah, so that's cool. No. Yeah, you're right. Leo Rush just talent's always been there. Uh, oh yeah, it, it, in ring has never been his problem. <laughs> that 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 is for sure. And you know, one reason that it might not have been too deathmatchy, uh, GCW Extreme Championship match, Joey Janela versus Microman. Oh no! Who the, the little Mexican guy? Yes. Oh. I hate this stuff. I can't stand this. Just hearing the match sucks. Uh, it it was one of those, um, you know, to me, if you enjoy the Sami Zayn, uh, Johnny Knoxville match, to me, this is in the same neighborhood. I'm not saying it's as it was as good as that, but there was one spot where Microman started one leg German suplexing Joey Janela. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> and everyone started chanting "Suplex City," and I'm like, you know, come on, man! Like you have got to be into this, like you know, that guy's you. Guy's so awkward though. He's so small. I. It... That, that's why, I mean, it did crack me up that the end was just Janela booting him square in the face. Because <laughs> it was just such a mean thing to do and such the right thing to do. Oh. And then he ends up pinning him finally. Oh, my God. All right. Well, 
Yeah, that 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 one was pretty entertaining, you know. It it, it, it it's it's obviously not going to be for everyone, uh, but it was it it was at least entertaining to me. It 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 had some value because so it, it's like wait, it's a little like uh, pre or uh, tidbit of info. Go look up Microman and then oh. just listen to what Kevin said. And if you're not laughing, I don't know why you listen to this show. Uh, I yeah. still laugh at that little guy in the bear suit getting kicked off the uh, the ring apron in Mexico. Oh yes, I, I that clip has got to be twenty years old. I still laugh whenever I see it. Ugh. It's so violent, it's so unnecessary to do to somebody. <laughs> so, <laughs> and that's uh, why quality is not a real thing. So. Oh yeah, I mean, he was not even up to the second turnbuckle. Like that is oh. how short he is. Yeah. So, so and, yeah, Micro Man is truly like he 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 is small even among uh, the little people. <laughs> that just <laughs> always sounds way more offensive. No, that actually is an accurate time to use little people. Because that's what that guy is. He's a different brand. Now, he's actually considered a midget. By, by oh, medical term. Yeah, he, he, no, he's, he's actually small enough to... Or no, I can't remember the designation now. So a dwarf is somebody with medical condition. So basically... Yeah, I, th- I actually think he might be a dwarf. No. To where it, like, it, affects, it affects him. To where a midget is just legitimately the torso is regular size, and then everything else is smaller or bigger. Oh, I, I, if I remember that right, because remember, for those who don't know, my childhood babysitter was a midget. So oh, I forgot I'm, about that. I'm not Jonathan. I'm not making that up. I thought he was. I thought he was the same age as me. You were just hanging out. <laughs> I laugh because that's absurd. And the only reason I figured it out was motherfucker was driving a car and I got pissed. I was like, Mom, Jonathan's driving a car. I'm going to drive. She's like, he's not your, he's a, I think she called him a midget, whatever. (laughs) What it was back then, so I don't care. Yep. He's 16. I go, what? We used to go everywhere together. I mean, he was the guy that used to run interference so I could look at, the, like, the Naked magazines at the uh, Dairy Mart down the street. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, yeah. We had a whole yeah. system. Good old Dairy Mart. Yep. So. Yeah. Yep. So I'm well-versed in these things. Yep. So, uh, yeah, after that was the uh, slew of unsolicited headshots. Um, and what? Oh, my God. The finisher was... Uh, a, thankfully this thing was short, but Josh Bishop powerbombed him into four chairs that were standing up. Like, you know, that they, he had set him up back to back and yeah. then powerbombed him onto that. I'm like, those spots always look so goddamn painful. Uh-huh. And then to see it, like, we were only third row, so to see it, like, 
10 foot in front of me, I'm just like, yep, that looks extremely uncomfortable and not advisable in any way, shape, or form. Like, I'm not sure the paycheck can be big enough for, for me to, well, even back in the day, like, I think that paycheck would have been needed to be bigger than what, uh, <laughs> whatever hood foot got man. paid. Um, I look. I did look up a picture of this hoodfoot guy. He doesn't look. He just looks like a dude. Like, I, I guess hoodfoot's just funnier. Yeah, uh, yeah. He it's he like, just kind of. No, yeah, he doesn't look like a Sasquatch or something. Like, okay, just a guy. Yeah, there there is nothing uh, one way or the other that is uh, terribly uh, stand out about him. You know, it's kind of weird. Um, and then there was, uh, evidently, this is the one where uh, if I would have been able to fill uh, fill things in a little bit better, did not realize that Mance Warner is now hated and that yes. uh, that Effie is the, not. I was not surprised that Effie was the hero, but I uh, guess I did not realize that. Oh, and Mancer changed the, uh, the music. He is now coming out to Cowboys from Hell from Pantera. <laughs> um, instead of uh, what was that? Uh, I do not remember what his music Sud- was. Uh, not Southern Man. Sweet Home Alabama? No, not Sweet Home Alabama. Uh, so what's, he's from Kentucky. What's the really long song? Uh, oh, shit. I was going to say the ballad I have Gerald, but I know that's not it. <laughs> God damn it, no. Horse with no name? One of those, one of those goddamn 70s songs that's... Simple Man, years. good God. Oh, okay. Because he would, like, he would literally let the whole intro, like, I, because I saw him at least once, probably twice at AIW, where he would let that whole instrumental part of simple man play before coming out like it 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 is literally like yeah it's undertaker-esque you know with how long it takes because that song is fucking long the i there's just that part of me though that kind of likes the hubris like the arrogance of like an indie wrestler like that. <laughs> I'm, I'm such big shit. You're going to listen to this whole thing. Like, no, 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 we're not doing that. The show's 30 minutes, dude. You can't be doing that to us. <laughs> yeah. Well, he, w- he was doing that to them, <laughs> but, uh, much, uh, much quicker entrance. Well, I shouldn't say much quicker entrance, but definitely a quicker entrance, uh, with, uh, the Cowboys from hell. Yes. Uh, so very fast. So yep. And then uh, main event. Uh, what uh, what we ended up having in common here, uh, Jonathan Gresham. Uh, I watched uh, I watched Jordan Grace's husband uh, on the same evening, or yeah, yeah. Uh, defeat Cole Radrick, who uh, will be <laughs> will be facing our good friend and not Doctor Death. Uh, in a uh, independent wrestling show in the somewhat near future here. Steve's still going to do this stuff, huh? <laughs> yeah, well, last year's uh, match was going to be the last one. Now there's going to be another last one. 
Oh, his last one last year. Uh, yep. Yep. This uh, he, know, he he's going to become the uh, wrestling god. One of these days, we need to find that out and then actually go up and see it. Uh, well, uh, yeah, I, I, I'll mention that one off there. <laughs> okay. But let's just say uh, it's on it. I'll say that I'm not going because I would need to take Monday off, uh, wow. and that is not happening. <laughs> it is uh, not that high on the priority list. Uh, Sunday showtime, not good for uh, for me and travel. Um, so uh, yeah, uh, and that was a pretty solid match. Like it was a little bit because Myron Reed and uh, Leo Rush was so good. Uh, <clears throat> that one, I don't know. It just. I thought I, I do think that Radrick's a pretty uh, pretty good wrestler, uh, but it didn't to me ever seem like he that Gresham was going to lose. No, because I don't think you're bringing in a guy like Jonathan Gresham and having him lose. Like I don't, I don't know. Um, yeah, but uh, again, like I because it was the main event. Um, it was one of those situations where I'm like, I feel like I'm missing something here. And I don't know what it was necessarily. Yeah, I'm, I was I was the same way with TNA in some spots. Where if I would have known it better, it would have helped. Yeah, yeah. So. so that that was a little bit of the problem. Like I'm like, they've booked this as the main event instead of doing. Honestly, they could have done the contract signing with Mance and Effie last, and it would have been fine by me. You know, would it have yeah. felt a little raw? Sure, I don't care. Gotcha. <laughs> you know, it uh, it it worked, but to me, with I, I, that one needed context, but it also didn't work because it was a feud. You know, it's a feud. Like the, the, there isn't a whole lot to interpret with a feud. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Exactly. <laughs> you know, um, one guy angry at other guy. Uh, they each explain their point of view. Done. This is where we're at. So it's like, okay. So yeah, but that was uh, GCW. It, they ran an interesting spot. They ran it at this historic ballroom that is all of uh, 12 minutes from my house. And it's oh, wow. the first time anyone that I know of has run this place. And... Uh, it's kind of a, it's a, it's a fun venue. Like it's good for like those medium. I think it said uh, it can fit up to twelve hundred people. Oh wow! Uh, definitely not twelve hundred people there, but it was a solid crowd. Um, and it was an enjoyable show. Like I, I guess if it would have leaned a little more deathmatchy, uh, the wife probably would not have been all that pleased. Uh, so we, uh, I may have gotten a little bit lucky, uh, that it wasn't, uh, maybe quite as violent as, uh, as maybe some of their shows, uh, have been. I can't say I'm not a little disappointed it wasn't, because I would have, uh, we've would have just made my day just knowing, knowing her. Uh, <laughs> she would have hated it. We, I, I guess we still see enough of that stuff. The AIW shows are kind of the same way. Where there is a decent dose of violence in them, 
You know, like I don't know what it is about the indies, but the uh, hardcore is uh, definitely uh, alive and well still. You know, the yeah, abs- yeah. The, it's the absolute intense championship is one of their championships. It's their hardcore championship. So, you know, yeah. And it does crack me up with the indie shows. And GCW has done it now, too. Or I don't know if they were the originators and where AIW got the idea. But they were using doors instead of tables. And that shit cracks me up. Yeah, the door thing, you introduced that to me when you were here. (laughs) We were watching that. I'm like, what the hell? Like, I, yeah, I get, are they cheaper? Like, yes, that that is what this because uh, John Thorne uh, learned that from so one of other wrestling promoters, and I don't remember is this someone from if it was the people from GCW or if it was something else. Yeah. Okay. It's definitely a different aesthetic. That's for sure. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, it's kind of uh it's it's definitely a weird look. It breaks they definitely break weird. Um but I can kind of understand why it's cheaper and it's probably a little bit easier on the body. You know, like of all the dumb things that those wrestlers did, they seem like they break pretty easy. You know, oh, like yeah. I feel like this is the do I want to say first time that I've seen it? But I don't think it's the first time. Maybe this is the best view I've had since we were only third row of how they break. And it, I was just like, oh, okay. Like, I get it. Like, I, I, I understand why they do it. Like, they seem like it's probably easier to deal with in a table. Because there's no metal involved either. Like, there's just a little bit of insulation in the in the doors, but otherwise it's mostly hollow. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, those things are hollow. So, which is... Makes them very light, too. So, you know, move them around a lot easier. Because, you know, a, a table can be pretty solid. That's what we've seen with Japan. So. <laughs> yeah, tables can get a little tricky from time to time. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we, we'll, we'll have to recondition the rest of wrestling audiences to cheer for, uh, cheer for doors if that ever happens in the WWE God. since tables are so goddamn popular. They're the most over thing in the company. I still don't get that. What, 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 what match was on Raw this week and they started chanting for tables? Uh, I don't know. A match, like... Oh, why do I have the pay-per-view uh, shows up? I did not actually have Raw pulled up. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I just don't remember what it was, but it was like, what are we doing here? So it's not a big deal, but no. it's just like it's another tables chant, like for no damn reason. It just stop. Yeah, people love tables. Just love them doesn't make any sense but whatever so okie doke well do you want to get out of here without talking about wwe and or aew really yeah it's fine leave it all for you and chris (laughs) 
Oh, fair enough. Uh, bell time beer on your end, sir. No, not today. Uh, still uh, clearing out some beers. This is uh, one of my travel beers. Uh, and I was trying to find that. Oh, yeah. Mirror Twin Brewing Company. This is one that I bought at the behest of the wife. Tropic Magic. Uh, sour with strawberry and banana. 6% ABV. Uh, hey, I like strawberry and banana smoothies. Uh, it kind of tastes like a strawberry and banana smoothie. So if you uh-huh. ha- happen to find yourself in Lexington, Lexington, Kentucky, or anywhere in that region, Mirror Twin Brewing is an excellent, excellent choice. So uh, go and find their beer uh, should one be in that area. So that is the suggestion from Matt DeFrango11. He is at Granny Mays. The brand is at Stunt Granny. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Download us at uh, several other locations, whether it's Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Amazon. Good night, grandkids. Later, gang.